Anderson should be able to soccer a goal for the Hawks, which he has. Hawks building again. McAvoy up forward. Here's Zeeble trying to defend. Brockman fell down. Kaczynski stayed upright, and he puts through another goal. High ball to full forward. And this man has really turned it on in his first quarter. Hanrahan again shoots it deep. Still alive. Kaczynski might kick his sixth goal. And score involvement today. And that's a nice, decisive kick. Right through the middle. Big smiles from Tom Phillips. It's going to be a big win for the Hawks. A 40-point victory this. A bit of for both teams. Can you believe it? We're just days away from the opening round of the 2021 season with the Mighty Hawks set to take on arch-rivals Essendon at Marvel Stadium. We're going to preview that game as well as recap Hawthorne's pre-season victory over North Melbourne out at Arden Street. Plus, a couple of burning questions remain from our big mailbag episode. Yes, it's another huge Hawk Talk podcast. My name is Nick Mason, and with me as always is my co-host, a man who solves every awkward situation with a bucket of fried chicken. G'day, Tiz. G'day, mate. That, uh, that is actually true. I am feeling a little bit low because I did have KFC last night. Oh, see, I put that in there thinking it had nothing to do with KFC. That was just... No, I'm still sweating grease. Okay. <laughs> um, did somebody say KFC? I feel awkward now. But guess what? I don't care. No, no and that's the way you got to be. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot believe I walked into that one. Yeah, well... That's the equivalent of Updog. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny sponsor to have, don't you think, for a elite sporting organisation? It is indeed. But then KFC have done, what, the cricket and stuff like that. I mean, this is, they're not new to the world of sports yeah, sponsorship. I know, but cricket, you can kind of <laughs> see someone having a bucket on the boundary. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, it, it is an odd one, uh, but... Some good synergy with, with the brands. A family club having a family feast. Amazing. <laughs> so it works. Everyone at the club thinks it works. We heard from Justin Reeves, who commented on the new partnership. He said both Hawthorne and KFC share a rich history of success, which spans several... You, come on. Rich history of success. <laughs> what do we have in common? Uh, yeah, it's really... Success, that's it. <laughs> Really scraping the bottom of the bucket, if you will, Tears. Uh, success spanning several decades, and we couldn't be prouder... Couldn't be more proud, Justin, to team up with the family favourite brand ahead of the 2021 season. Yeah, well, you know, we're desperate for wings, so... <laughs> That's right. We, we lost a couple of wings in the off-season, and now we've got a surplus of them. It's quite <laughs> insane. I, I, I'm sure you're curious about the other side of the comms here. We heard from uh, Christy Woolrich, the CMO of KFC Australia, who commented, As we all prepare for the 2021 season kickoff, we're delighted to expand our support of footy by partnering with Hawthorne Football Club. We know footy fans love the Colonel's treats, so there's nothing better than combining the two. We're excited to see what the multi-year partnership has in store for the team as we support them putting their best wing forward. So uh, do we get special rates now? or because I would certainly you, hope so. I mean, just you and I, because we've plugged them for a couple oh, of minutes. Oh, that's right. Here. Yeah, we've gone the extra mile. Do we get a United Energy card <laughs> equivalent of uh, KFC? Here's the thing. If Hawthorne win, it's wings all round, right? Isn't that how the worst one? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. You never get the wing. You demand that you don't have wings. Part of me did sort of hark back to Cyril and think if he was still at the club, <laughs> chicken wing tackle might be brought out. Oh, dear. <laughs> As if he's the most famous person for chicken wing tackles. Fair what enough. about Chris Judd? Yeah. Yeah. Have they left Victoria yet? I don't know. They said they were going to. No, but it's, you know, it's a pressure point. Now. <laughs> 
Moving we, right along. Moving. You're looking. <laughs> oh, what? oh, hang on. You don't have anything to say about KFC? Nothing additional to add? No, done. No, that's it? No. Oh, well, I'm surprised. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll move on. Uh, it's been a little while. I, I, I thank people for being patient with this podcast. It's been a little while between recordings. If you're not a subscriber, patreon.com slash Um But we're back. And you're sporting a tan. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what will happen when you spend a day out at Arden Street. <laughs> You will be tanned because you're standing in the sun and there's no good vantage point there. I meant from the bright glow of uh, Brockman and Cosy. Oh, yeah, the, the shining stars of, of the game out in Arden Street. Uh, as Hawthorne prevailed over North Melbourne, defeating them 120 to 81. Delicious. Certainly was. It was a good day, mate. Sorry you couldn't be there. I enjoyed just being out of the footy again. Would rather it not be North Melbourne and against North Melbourne, but... It was what it was. And, oh, lovely uh, drubbing. It. You can't have any complaints. There's no Bruce, no Mira, <laughs> no Wingard, no Mitchell, no Gunston, and without Sicily, of course. Yeah, so a team shouldn't be winning by about 40 points when you've got those many outs. And those well, significant to the best 20. Well, I mean, uh, in the list of outs for North, we've got no defence. Uh, that's it. <laughs> okay, well, that might explain it. Who do North have left anyway? I mean, they got rid of what almost fifteen players in the off season. It was never going to be pretty. It makes because you know people have been tipping us for the wooden spoon. That's right, yeah. Specifically, David King, and mm. uh, to have him in the comms box for that hit out yeah. was pretty nice. <laughs> you know, he's not the only one. Callum Toomey. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, Unexpected, too. Yeah, he's got us as the wooden spoon. Oh, you know, these are screenshot-worthy predictions, my friends. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Uh, so this was a team minus the uh, the players, of course, that you mentioned. Uh, adding in the likes of uh, Cozzy, who had 12 disposals total and kicked 6-3. Now, I say no defence. Yeah. Right. But how do we rate this? Because on this effort, he gets picked for round one against Essendon. Yeah, I, I would agree. He's in my, and we'll get to this later, he's in my round one team, is Cozzy. This is the best form we've seen for years uh, from a key forward, right? Do you remember, and it might have been a bonus episode, so people might have to bear with us. You had a, I, I don't know, a prediction or a wish list of things that you wanted. And you wanted to see a bag from a Hawthorne player. <laughs> I did, yeah. We've seen it in a pre-season <laughs> game. And before that... All right, it- book finals, people. <laughs> Get that gold membership, get priority access. Um, oh, before- that's another thing that's coming later. Uh, yeah, definitely. What priority? Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, no, you've not only got that, but the intra club, Timmy O'Brien, slot six. I mean, against Hawthorne, but we'll just overlook that. I would take six against North Melbourne over an intra club six oh, any yeah. day of the no, ab- Absolutely. Even though I thought that Timmy was actually quite serviceable. What, against North Melbourne? Hmm. Mm. No good? I'm not very good. It's just classic, isn't it? I thought he was finding some space. It's textbook O'Brien. Yeah, but he was finding space. He put one over the back to Nash. That was a lovely goal from Nashy. Anyway. I knew you'd want to talk about Nash. And that's not even the best of his day. No, that was a brilliant kick from, what, outside 50 in the end. Yeah, and then somebody saw it and decided they'd do the same, which was Timmy. (laughs) Which was Timmy himself. Uh, Getting back to Cozzy, look, it was very impressive. He is in my round one team. You know, North... (sighs) Clearly, they're going to be down the bottom of the table this year, and they wouldn't have had, I imagine, their their full strength side for this preseason game. But it's not like because he had no opposition or pressure on him. No, but it was the way he did it. It looked yeah. like he had none. He would initiate the contact, yeah. run straight for the ball, and get it. Invariably. Yeah, and this is what I'm saying. There's not zero resistance. So he's got an opposition player. He's broken free, and he's done it all. Like 
Six goals was the headline, right? Listen, if he starts taking two men into a pack... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That forward line's going to look magnificent. Absolutely. Kick six, but 6-3. Six, that's a day out by any measure. That's amazing. So... That was great to see. I guess the other starring guy was Tyler Brockman scoring 3-2. Very exciting. He did slip out of the game and had a bit of a moment where his ego was checked, (laughs) which was right in front of me. (laughs) I'd moved around the ground at that point and it was dead set in front of me. I was like, ooh, he's going to learn from that. But the showmanship is something I love. Oh, it's enjoyable, isn't it? Yeah, you want a bit of that. That'll get caned out of him. (laughs) He backs himself, does Tyler Brockman. And wouldn't you? After what? Inside the first quarter, he had three. Not the first half. So (laughs) he's having a good day. Yeah. Yeah, but... All that happened because of one man's grit. And he doesn't even need to turn up. Yeah. It's it's quite strange. Just I wonder if our listeners know exactly who we're talking he's about. piling on possessions. No one seems to be looking at him. <laughs> All right, let's do the big reveal. Who, who are you referring to here? Uh, the, you know, masked man, uh, Liam Shields. No one recognises him ever. No, no one cares, but they should. 33 touches, 586 metres gained, best of field for that stat, seven inside 50s which I think was a, a team equal high with uh, Tom Phillips, who had, his, who had seven himself. Impressive, wasn't he? In an interesting day. He played all over the park. He was playing inside, outside. He was half-forward flank at one point. I kept an eye on him. I didn't necessarily rate some of his decision-making and disposal, but then again, he had 76.7% disposal efficiency for his 30 touches. So the stats probably reflect well. What about the tackles? Yeah, well, that's right. A team-high seven tackles. His work rate is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, 11 score involvements. Which is the same as Dylan Moore. That's right, yeah, Dylan Moore. Who just, who just won't be denied. No. Really? No, he's putting his hand up. I mean, he's got no choice left, does he? Like, he has to step up. One-year contract. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he was basically out of the club, got a reprieve, and now he's got... The clock is ticking, so he has to make an impression. He's doing just that. Uh, Harry Morrison is probably another guy that could be said. He could argue that he's on the clock as well. He is, yeah. And uh, out of contract at the end of this year. 30, 30 touches. I don't yeah. I don't remember him doing that very often. No, no. That was um, something that, uh, incidentally, Clarko mentioned to the media a little earlier this year, that he'd like to see Harry Morrison step up and, you know, collect 30 one day. Well, he's done it before the season started, so... Turned on the gas. I think that's basically what it is. Lit a fire under him. Uh, 20 uncontested, which is kind of what you want from yeah, Morrison. Yeah, that's, that's his game. Yeah, that, that just shows that he's doing what he's meant to do out there. I noticed you haven't included the DE, so... You know what? I think from memory, looking at the stats, I think he was in this mid-70s. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. I didn't include it to, to gloss over it. Uh, did not include it, sorry. Uh, what about this guy, though? CJ. Probably uh, the, my favourite hawk of the day. I had a lovely time at Arden Street watching CJ run around. And, and people will say, like, what about Cozzy? What about Brockman? Yeah, obviously. But they do the flashy stuff. They do the finishing. But what about the guy at the other end? CJ with 24 touches, 10 intercepts, 83.3% disposal efficiency. Is that, is that real? That disposal efficiency? It's real. I mean, the knock on him is that he can't kick. He yeah. not, not, doesn't have the polish. No, no good off the halfback flank because he needs someone who's a good distributor. Well, I point you in the direction of this stat. Okay. If he can... I'm not sure I believe it. <laughs> if he can keep that going, he'll be a decent weapon off the halfback flank. Oh, absolutely. 24 touches off the halfback line. That's it's incredible. N- much like Cozzy, it's not as if he didn't have any resistance. And it's not as if the, the kangaroos were just feeding him the footy with errant kicks. Oh, no, no. Oh, but hang on. There was good pressure upfield. 
Well, true. true. On a ball carrier. But but CJ did. My point is, he imposed himself on the game. He looked like he had it on a string, or they were kicking to him at one point, because he's the only yeah. one leaping for the ball. Well, yeah, and some good leaps at that. But uh, look, I was very pleased with this game. And uh, what, were you, what were your impressions overall? I know it's a pre-season game, so you can only read so much into it. But what did you think? I thought the main thing was Endeavour. Uh, Hawthorne, mm. Hawthorne actually wanted to win. There was an energy about them. Uh, the result means nothing. Yeah. And yet the boys were piling it on. Yeah, like they were, they were, go- <laughs> they were gone at three at three quarter time. Yeah, the North, game was over. The game was over. North were sort of all hanging around, looking at their feet, and <laughs> Hawthorne came out and and I think we were in front by fifty at one point. Yeah, and yeah, then we, were, we yeah. sort of pulled it back. But you know that kind of enthusiasm amongst the lads, especially with Tom Phillips, who you know he's done enough to get selected in that round one. He doesn't need yeah. to, you know. Keep pushing. (laughs) He didn't need to turn it on. Yeah, he's a walk-up start. Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, It was pretty easy right to the end for Hawthorne. But Uh, that's what you're looking for in these things, mental, uh, the mindset of the group. And mm. Clacko seems to have got them all focused on whatever game plan it is. Did you you like the game plan? It certainly looked like we had a lot of room in the forward 50. Yes, that is what I've been crying out for. I guess Mitch Lewis missing was a bit of a disappointment for me. I would have liked to have seen him that day. He missed with back spasms. But I imagine that forward 50 with uh, Lewis and Cozzy down there with acres of space would be the idea, it's fair to say. Um, Yeah, I I think the other guy that... Well, in terms of tactics, McAvoy being played as number one ruck and Segler being used sometimes forward, sometimes back, which was interesting... Do you think it's all for Essendon? Did you notice anything that they're doing or trying to do specifically for Essendon on Saturday night? It's hard from my vantage point when you know when you're actually at the ground. I, I dare say it'd be much easier to see um, in some stands or even like on the TV. I don't know what your thoughts were on that because Essendon are doing this run and carry type aggression, yeah, style from I'm, the back line. That's, that's been their MO for years, Essendon. They haven't yeah, changed that for a while. Sad, yeah, and. You know, who's running and carrying now? And, and they're not mm. kicking long to Danaher anymore. He's no longer there. No. They're no. lacking forward options. Mm. So They just lost Stewart recently. So Did he get outed for that or is he injured? He's injured, yeah. Right, I don't okay. know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. He had a he had a late hit on someone. Oh, did he? No, <laughs> no he, he's missing for, uh, I think, two months, I read. A significant time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and they've got a couple of new... Faces, they got that Jai Caldwell out of GWS, yeah. and then Merritt's running around. I think he's on the last year of his contract. And <laughs> sort of putting oh, his but hand he's committed, up to mate. get out. He's committed. Don't worry about it. Heppel uh, now at half back. Oh, please! <laughs> Thank you so much for that. If you um, if you do manage to get tickets to this, and I think they're made available to you know whoever is lucky enough, mm. and whether there are tickets still remaining on Wednesday. Do you reckon that's gonna that's gonna be the case? Surely they surely they have a set allocation for home. So for they home go team. they go and ask every Essendon member where they would like to attend, <laughs> and then once that's all done, then they come to the Hawthorne members and go, "Hey, free for all." Oh, surely not. No, that's Th- what they do. No, no, that can't possibly be the case. Yeah, that's that's what's happening. So so we're on Wednesday at ten. Yeah, no, I understand that, and they're all Tuesday. Yeah, but when... Okay, so you're looking at Tuesday when Essendon get their shot. And then if we haven't taken up all the tickets by then, at one o'clock, it opens to the general public. So Essendon... Here's how I imagine it, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you happen to know. Essendon will get like, what, 
you're thinking capacity is what, 28,000 or something, they said. Right. So Essendon will probably get what, 20,000, 15,000? I don't, I don't think they're. Or, or is it what? They just pack it out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's No way! Yeah, that I'm, sucks! That's well, a that's a terrible system. That's how it reads to me, home game thing, so... Oh! That, anyway, talk, talk about it. We'll see advantage. what happens. It's, it, it's so much... All, all I'm saying is, like, there, there should be something for Hawthorne members, right? That's how it's always been. Just because you reduce the overall capacity doesn't mean that one team just loses out. Okay, well, we'll find out, won't we? <sighs> Then again, what am I saying? Why, why there, would they care? And by the way, is there standing room? Are they going to let people yeah, stand? Yeah, well, I don't or? know about that. I don't know if there's standing room. So it's, the, the experience of the footy is going to be a bit different for me, I think. Are you confident? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh, looking at Essendon's injuries and just their overall outs and they're, they're debuting a few players. They might they might put in Archie Perkins, mate. I might see Perkins after all. Oh, good. Wasn't quite the round one I was hoping for <laughs> for Archie Perkins, but here we are. No, they, they've got... They've got some new players. We'll have some new players, but I've seen enough positive signs from Hawthorne to be reasonably confident. Yeah. Now, Clarko said three debutants. Mm-hmm. I know about two. Yep. Brockman and Cozzy. Yep. Who's the third? Do you reckon he means Downey? Oh, yeah. Okay. He, did, he didn't mention Downey by no. name. No, but he didn't. Um, I assume also he's not mentioning club debutants because you'd have Hardigan playing, you'd have Phillips playing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, I assume he means the three that, you know, Brockman, Cozzy and Downey. And they would be, I think they're in my team. Yeah. Looking over, they're in my... Oh, all right. I, I guess we'll just segue to that. Okay. Well, I've got Downey. Okay. I don't have the other two. Oh, oh what? Their performances weren't good enough for you? Why are you holding back? Well, there was, you know, I had to... Put this in fairly early, and uh, <laughs> that is categorically untrue, <laughs> listeners. Uh, no, I suppose Cozzy does get in, but <laughs> six three. I suppose he gets in. Who's kicking the goals, mate? Got no Gunston honestly, down there. Honestly, on form, yeah. Clacko needs more than that. I would, yeah, I'd normally agree, but who else are you putting in? Who, who have you got at full? I've got Cozzy at full forward. Who have you got at full forward? O'Brien. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. And Lewis at centre-half. I've got a question on this later, but uh, actually, let's do it now. Lee says, just imagine <laughs> the Hawks build over the next four years to win the Premiership again in 2025. Yeah. Who do you think from the current squad plays in the Premiership? Who's coaching it? Yeah. And what gaps on field do we fill now and then, <laughs> between now and then, yeah. with either youth or trades? Uh, this is one that we got in our mailbag episode previously that we thought would carry over because it's quite a big question. Yeah, that's a 40 minute. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do our best to do it in about five minutes if we <laughs> possibly can. These um, are tough questions. It is. What you'll notice about our team is we have so much talent stacked in the back line. Yeah. And that's where the regeneration is going to come from. Yeah. So I've, I've said it now in our... Uh, season preview magazine that the two most essential parts mm. are DGB and Brockman depending on how things go yes the two WA boys leading the charge yeah how and, about that but basically the spine Hardigan and Frost mm. if they're there in 2025 I'll be surprised <laughs> yeah they're probably not going to be part of the next premiership team so one of them comes out for D- DGB yeah and then our rucks are gone by 2025. Correct. So yeah. we've got Reeves as one of the rucks. Yep. And, and got to say, he's looked pretty good. Yeah, he's coming along. But what worries me is that there's no one else besides him for his age profile. Well, you just go and recruit Pitto back, right? <laughs> well, we've got to think of something. There better be someone available. Because I looked at free agency for the end of this year. 
there's not a ruck in sight there, mate. Max Gorn was probably the best option, and now he's signed, so... Jeez, Max Gorn, best option. All right. Jeez, um, <laughs> your anti-Melbourne bias <laughs> shining through again. When we look at our forward structure, the spine, yep. um, we've got Lewis and probably Cosney now. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And you've got guys coming. Jacker, we don't know yet. Could oh, be anything. Jacker. It's exciting. Oh, Jacker, Cosy, Lewis, Nash yeah. over the back. Nash over the bell. Who could forget Nash? Uh, Hen- I just wish Nash would, Nash would go the knuckle, don't you? Yeah, well, we could do. Put it- the fear of God into a few opposition players. He's an imposing enough presence. Um, I-, I know we've got Hanrahan there. He's relatively young. So, you know, he, he could have a breakout year, Hanrahan, this year. We haven't mentioned Burgoyne. 2025, no. where will he be playing? <laughs> I'm sure there's a there's a, a cutting joke in this, but I'm not I'm not going to do it. <laughs> He's a freak. Yeah, well, who knows? He looked pretty good. That's right. He did play against North. He was um, very unassuming and sort of just faded into the picture. I, I did I didn't really notice Burgoyne much. Oh, he was just facilitating movements of yeah. other players. Yeah. He didn't impose himself at all. I expect that to be Burgoyne's mo this year. To be honest. Scrimshaw is back for round one, is he? Because he's important. He is. Okay. Well, he's certainly fit. He's good to go. And Same Howe as Mitchell. gets a Guernsey? Not in my round one, no. Oh, they're giving him a lot. I know they are. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. A lot su- of responsibility in the lineup. I wouldn't Howe. be surprised if he played round one, to be honest, because he, he has uh, he's featured quite heavily in the midfield as well. Yeah. Been given big midfield minutes as how. Are we still addressing the question? We're all over the shop here. Oh, we're good. We know what we're doing. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I imagine going forward, our next premiership team would probably have Impy. Yeah. Well, most yeah. of our smalls yeah. uh, will be hanging around. It's just guys like Mitchell and Amira that'll, and Bruce, obviously. Yeah. The yeah. three Peters are all gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think a big overhaul. It is. It is. But and that's... 2025 is a long way away. A lot can happen. A lot can happen in that time. Could be the Tassie Hawks by then, mate. Well, remember that Clarko at the end of 2019 was pretty bullish about the side. That evaporated pretty quickly. It it did. (laughs) But, as someone pointed out on Twitter, I forget who, uh, this is a far cry from what we were doing last year. Round one, three debutants, it looks like. Bang. Straight in. And what, we're waiting. We're hanging around till what? Round 13 last year for any sort of sign. I would say 16. Yeah, was it Greaves? Was that when Greaves came in or uh, Finn? Greaves and Moore, I think, came yeah. in and then Finn came in the next week. And yeah. Will, the dogs. Will just... Day was the one that they pulled the trigger on and then they kind of just left it at that for a while. <laughs> they and that was did, yeah. a bit frustrating. But um, yeah, look, that, that's the difference. It feels good. that they've done, they, they seem to be committed to the direction they're going in. I'm fairly hopeful. I was going to ask how night. confident you were feeling. Yeah. Mm. It's just that the two teams will have thoroughly different styles going into the round one. Mm. We haven't seen exactly what Hawthorne's going to do. No. And also, I'm not sure Essendon's model's going to work if we've got our pressure high. Mm. So, oh, look, anything could happen, really. It's it's the first game back. I can't wait for the G game. You know what? It doesn't really feel like... I mean, I'm excited for Oh, it will on Saturday. Uh, yeah, perhaps you're right, but till I'm back at the G, it won't quite feel the same. It's the Coliseum. That's the church. Mate. It's where you pray to the footy gods. Five minutes to go in the last and the stadium's nearly empty. I'll be a happy man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Have we fielded Lee's question sufficiently enough? Who's, who's going to coach? It's got to be Sam Mitchell, right? Clarko's not going to hang around. It's not McRae? Well, I don't know. I, I, I'd say Mitchell. 
Who's coaching it? What gaps on the field do we need to fill between now and then? For me, Ruck and probably midfield, I'd say. Uh, midfield needs to be regenerated, but those key position backs... Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, you need You need another key position apart from DGB and then probably a third just to double team. I mean, we are looking at the team sheet for round one. If you're getting the Sicilies in this list... Yeah, doesn't he play forward when he gets back? <laughs> All right, moving on. So facetious today. Uh, Danny at Hook Talk Pod, which, on, which players on our list only have this coming season to secure their future? What do they need to do to secure a contract? Let's revisit this about round 10. Uh, okay, all right. Because we'll know. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, let's go rapid fire just through all these players here. How about uh, that? Okay. All right, Keegan Brooksby. What does he need to do? Yeah. Play. Like, he, he, his future's dependent on others. Basically. Not himself. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. And even even that in mind, he's over 30. Here, I'll go through the ones that stay on the list. Frost stays, Hardwick stays, Jacker stays, McGuinness stays, Josh Morris stays, Timmy O'Brien. It's a compelling podcast. We've never got rid of Timmy O, so we're not getting rid of him yet. <laughs> Burgoyne's gone. <laughs> Damon Greaves stays. Hartley, question mark. CJ, he stays. Harry Morrison, goodness knows. Harrison Pepper. Yeah. Well, you did hit his profile for the mag, so what do you reckon? He probably goes. He's about four down the list. For That's the, right. For the yeah. spot he wants. It's going to be tough. James Cousins. That's another line ball. Got yeah. the 24. He's also got the talent. But, yeah. but can he get into the senior team? Hanrahan? Yeah, he stays. How? Yeah, line ball, what I'm, I'm hearing on, yes, he stays. Because he's a big tick. Yep. Only has to kick six in the preseason and he's on the list for another three. <laughs> uh, Dylan Moore. At this rate, yeah, he stays on. The untouchable Connor Nash. And, <laughs> and Ned Reeves definitely stays. Yeah. It all depends how bad we are this year, doesn't it? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, it does. It depends on how bad we are, who's out of form, who's injured. But it's going to take a lot of... Uh, it's going to take the stars aligning for a lot of these players. Anyway. Guys like Harrison Pepper, guys like James Cousins. Think, players need to come out of the side if they're to have any hope. Because they're, ju- they're just not first in line. They're down the queue and they will need things to align to have a chance. And when they do get a chance, they're going to need to take it. Otherwise, they're gone. I've got to say, they might look really good under Mitchell. You've got to remember last year, they didn't have the ability to present true. their best form. Yeah, true. Yep. Put it under the coach's nose. So there are a few blokes that were given more games than they probably should have been last year, I would suggest. Mm, yep, quite possibly. Um now, this is my favourite question for the episode. Yep. Could you please give us the team, the game plan for round one to beat the enemy? Obviously, the Dons. Yes, as we circle back around to the opening clash of the season. Uh, so surely stifle the Dons, because they want to run and carry. So just clamp them down, basically. Yeah. Pressure on the halfbacks. Uh, they're tremendously inaccurate when they kick generally. Mm. So let Heppel have it as much as you like, as long as he's... Behind centre. Yep. Um, Who's their key forward? And just forward? intimidate them in the air. Who's their key forward now, Essendon? Who've they got? It's a very good question. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably be pitching it into the forward fifty, trying to get it, trying to get it to bounce. And well, that's it. I'm, I'm just wondering, do they have a player that they'd like to isolate? Because there's no so... Danaher. They got rid of Mitch Brown, I think, who they love to play down there. Yeah. So I, I off I think the top he of my head, to Melbourne. Yeah, off the top of my head, I can't even think of who they've got to kick to, Essendon. Well, they haven't been doing too badly in the prackies, so... Right. They're playing a very entertaining style. Mm. The problem with entertaining styles 
is they're not exactly conducive to defense and being responsible. Um, yeah. So generally they have a good back line. Hmm. Uh, I know Hart, uh, Hurley's not there anymore. Hartley, of course, is not there. He's with us. <laughs> yep. Perhaps that's the third. Hartley already debuted. He had two games for us last. I don't know if you... You wouldn't remember. No, no one would. I, I probably forgot. He was unceremoniously dumped out of the side. He didn't look too bad. He to was very serviceable. But uh, it wasn't enough to... Ca- we brought back Frawley and Stratton. Oh, for, I mean... And then we got done. Anyway, look, I'm passionate about it because I wrote about Hartley in our, um, in our season guide, which by the time you're listening to this, it should be available now. Definitely to Patreon subscribers, patreon.com slash hawktalkpod. It will be available digitally. Uh, and we're going to do a physical run of those as well for the uh, for the first home game of the year. Yes, and you're going to stand out the front of the G, handing them out, aren't you, Nick? Still not sure how I feel about that. Because I want to, but also I'm like, is that, is that the time in human history to be doing stuff like that? I don't know. Aren't you going to turn up like a minion? <laughs> just in always, one of those mate, ha- always. hazmat suits? and It'd just be coincidental. Yeah, well, yeah. you would probably get one in brown and gold. That'd look good. So your tip, Hawthorne? Sure. Oh, come on, give us a little more than that. To be honest, I don't care what happens. I just want us to be close. And if Tyler Brockman could kick the winner. Okay. Well, you do care what happens because we're playing Essendon. Oh, I so, absolutely care. So, but yeah. it's so good to have footy back. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I get what you mean. You know, it's... I'll be happy to see him running around. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. think we'll get wiped or anything. I think no, it'll be a no. good game. Yeah, it should be very entertaining. Yeah. It's. I think the only thing holding it back from being a blockbuster is where these respective clubs are. Down, like in terms of the, what is going to be their ladder position. The stadium. <laughs> well, that too. There is no blockbuster at Marvel Stadium. It's just, <sighs> that's just a rule. It's so disappointing. It is. It really is. Who did they decide to keep at the MCG again? I just. I think it was uh, Melbourne Frio. Oh. Melbourne Frio. Mm. Yeah. Because that's a blockbuster clash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they I remember their, it. I remember their, um, their great finals campaigns together and things like that yeah storied rivalry story absolutely demons of the dockers going head to head who could forget that's what i have marked down in the calendar every year but we've got got to be equitable don't we because um we've both given so much the afl that it's well speaking of that didn't you tweet something recently and and you'll have to provide context for this i'm springing you on i'm springing this on you without Oh, this is when they get all the monies that the afl have and they divide them up according to need and we got the least yeah the afl divvied up the cash and we got bugger all well we got the least yeah it's like 10 million still but well bugger all relatively speaking how on earth did we get less than west coast they were what a couple of hundred more or something they were quite close to us doesn't matter yeah, still more is more. I They're get enormous. Point. Yeah, true. Very, very strange. I can't understand it. Did um, Jeffrey have a go at the leadership of the AFL house as well? <laughs> oh, he just won't shut up. He just won't shut good. up. Good, 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 good. Anyway, it's time to read out a review that might be uh, pertinent to what we're talking about. Uh, Mike C underscore 87 jumped onto Apple Podcasts to rate and leave us a review, which we encourage you to do. It's great to hear from everyone about how much you're enjoying the show. This is from Mike C underscore 87. As I said, cracking podcast, tons of research. Hosts work well off each other sometimes. So I just <laughs> editorialized on my part there, Mike. Uh, and they tackle the issues that I don't really hear talked about elsewhere, whether it's a list dissection, a jab at Kennett. Again, that's half the podcast. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or something nostalgic. It's always a good listen. Keep it up, guys. Actually, I do feel nostalgic. Do you? Yeah. For a time where Jeff wasn't around? What? No. <laughs> I'm just needling you now. No, no, no. I'm really digging in. 
Actually, he's been around for a long time. Yeah, three more years too, so get used to him. I'm happy with Jeff. I know you are. Yeah. It flies in the face of all supporter sentiment right now. I just I just feel the reason we get overlooked is because we're so different. We won't heal to the AFL, don't you? That's true. That's true. And that can't just be a Jeff thing. That, that, well, that's, that's been oh, a Oh, we long... have the committee. Well, yeah. Dare to be different committee. <laughs> oh, yeah. How's that going? Are we still talking about dare to be different? It's different. <laughs> It's it's not the same. I feel like they should probably change the name just to be yeah. a little bit different. Yeah, that'd be different again. <laughs> no, it's not just a Jeff thing. It's a it's a club mentality, isn't it? That's endured for a while that we're not. Mate, they just don't want us building this new fantastic centre mm. and dominating the AFL. Dare to be dingly. Dare to be dingly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if they could. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> Just... Into the actual football. Oh, God. It's going to be great. Forget Listeners... all the sideshow and just... get into some leather the, the on boots. The theatre of that that listeners weren't privy to was fantastic. I saw you take a quick glance at the time code on the computer as we're recording, and you're like, all right, we'll just move this along. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just that. It's just, you know, there's a time and a place for the off to the off field, and it's the off season. It's still going to be important. Yeah, uh, I mean, and, and knowing mid-season Jeff, draft, yeah, knowing Kenneth, like he's going to bring the off-field into it. That's just we know to expect that now. Well, this Tassie thing. Ugh. Do you buy into Caroline Wilson's report about the suggestion that Kenneth floated the idea of ten games a season in Tassie? Were they all our ten? Yeah, they weren't ten of North. No, no. It's alleged that Kenneth wanted Hawthorne to play ten games a season in Tassie. Right. So thoughts. As long as we get now other 10 in the MCG, I'm fine with it. Bring all our opponents to the G. They want to play there because they're playing finals anyway. It's always their complaint. Just let us play Sydney and GWS and all the All right, the so other. we never travel is your yeah, point. Well, we do. We go to Tassie. <laughs> yeah, but never, not to the SCG, not to Yeah, hello, interstate supporters. <laughs> hey, at least you'll know where, you, where you, know, you have to come to. Jeez, the Tassie economy will be booming then. Yep. Well, you've solved it. Oh, no. Jeff did. Oh, jeez. You'd take a bullet for him. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, get, get the rest of the social media stuff. He goes to the Tasmanian girl and he's like, I asked for 10 games in Tassie and they wouldn't give it to me. Twitter, at HawkTalkPod, nearing 2,500 followers on the eve of the season, which is absolutely spectacular. Jump on there. Help us build the community. Speaking of a passionate community, Facebook.com slash HawkTalkPod. Love hearing from everyone over there. Instagram, Podcast. Give it a search, jump on board. That's a lot of fun there too. The big one for us is uh, Patreon. We've had lots of subscribers either joining for the first time or upgrading their subscription. And we've got to give a shout out to a number of people here. So uh, thanks to Cameron, Alyssa, Elliot, Darren, Matt, Sean, Callum, Mel and Peter. Thank you for jumping on board and supporting what we do. You make a very real difference in contribution to uh, to this podcast becoming bigger and better. Patreon.com slash Pod. That's also where you're going to find the uh, the season guide. Head on over to our Patreon. All the details are there. You'll see how you get access to the guide. But uh, yeah, patreon.com slash hawktalkpod is where you want to go. It'll be confronting releasing that. How do you mean? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm on the record. We're always on the record. We're literally on the record now. Yeah, but people have to spool back. And who's going to do that? That's how all the, yeah, that's that's all how all the radio jocks get away with for years. 20 years yeah. of that kind of stuff. Now I've actually written it down. It's a big error. <laughs> well, it's the second time we've made that error. This is our second guide. Yeah, this is you think we'd be better doing it. This is the first time physical copies go out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You can always edit the digital. 
<laughs> it's like it never happened. <laughs> no, no, you're right. There's going to be hard copies of our thoughts. Ugh. Go easy on us, listeners. You've, you've come this far with us. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going on, if you can get a ticket, of course, are you going Saturday night? Sure. I'll go. Yeah. I just, that can't be how it works. Like, you get what I'm saying. Like, there'll be fifteen to 20,000 allocated there to There has them. to be an allocation. Yeah, and, and, and so that'll be exhausted by Tuesday evening, or mm. whenever it's exhausted. Okay. And then there's just a, a small, small number available on the Wednesday. For and, us. and that, oh, that's going to be a fight. Yeah, that's going to be hard to get tickets. Yeah. But that but every, every club will go through it, because home and away games, so... But that's how it has to be, I suppose. I hope that's how it Just works. Just let them raise the limit. Well, that was discussed. Apparently, they're not budging on that. Oh, okay. At least for round one. Right. That's staying fixed. So, well, I'm glad you go. I wasn't sure if you'd go or not. Only because it's get Marvel a Stadium. Can't we just get a horse to parade? Maybe they'd raise the... John Longmire. It's <laughs> a weak joke. That is a terrible joke. That's, a terrible... that's getting edited out. That's a terrible joke to try and end Let's on as well. Let's start the outro again. <laughs> eh? <laughs> I'm not editing that out. No, uh, no, no, no. What I want to hear is... You remember that game where Cyril kicked that wonderful goal at the end and then Thompson ran onto the field and started yeah. abusing his own Essendon players? Yeah, brilliant. That's the game I think of every time we play Essendon at Marvel Stadium. Oh, it's terrific. Yeah. Capture your favourite ending for Saturday night. Because let's face it, hmm. Essendon are getting a little bit boring. They've lost their way, haven't they? Yeah. See, it's one thing to lose a final, but you have to do it with flair. Yeah, get close. Are you asking me to like write the perfect script for how this game plays out? 100%. You know what? I think Tyler, Tyler Brockman, as you said before, kicking the sealer, running onto the loose ball, snapping it on the left or right. Is he what? What boot is he? We haven't seen enough of him yet. I don't know what he's. What doesn't side matter he which on. one puts it through. Yeah, it doesn't matter which one puts it through. <laughs> Non-preferred. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll be it for this week. It's been a slightly shorter one than usual, but uh, life has been a little bit insane lately. It's just good to get a pot away. On the eve of the season, we're so excited. Might even see you there. Hawthorne, Essendon, Saturday night, round one at Marvel Stadium. Looking forward to it. We are a happy team at Hawthorne.